Hello, everyone, and welcome to the very first official launch, the launching of an audio podcast series from Staves & Co. What is Staves & Co., you might ask? Well, that's a great, absolutely great question, and that's what we're here to answer for you today, and it's the very first initial podcast. I am Matt Voss, and I have with me Ryan Whiskey Jits, a.k.a. off of TikTok. Go ahead and introduce yourself. What is up, guys? Um, Whiskey Jits, now Ryan.Staves, which has actually had a little bit of a controversy with some of my followers. They fail to call me Ryan. They've moved to calling me Staves, even though oh, interesting. my first name is in my actual, <laughs> I guess, my tag or whatever you want to say it. But a lot of people still continue to call me Jits. And the, that's you know, okay. that's okay. You, you, that is still part of your kind of your core personality. That's for who true. You are. That is true. But as far as the username, I mean, the username is, is what it is on TikTok. Um, are you also that name elsewhere? So, yes. So I have also changed that name on, um, which was the Whiskey Jits Instagram page. So mm-hmm. it's now Ryan.Staves on Instagram and TikTok. And for those of you listening, uh, getting introduced to this idea of staves, Ryan is, I'll, them the, I'll call him what it is, the, you're the face of staves. You're absolutely going to be the front, because you're, you're doing all the picking for the whiskey, and your, your palate is the resource in which we're going to lean on to find all of this delicious whiskey and bourbon and, you know, whatever it is down the road that we want to sample, because it's not just about straight on bourbon it can be whiskey it can be finished it can be i don't know that we'll do flavored you know we're gonna stay away from doing a fireball pick but stay away uh, from that (laughs) we left it as staves and co because thinking about the idea that staves equals the barrel uh, Mm -hmm. and co is just the kind of the company so the company is myself matt ryan who's here with me today and in in uh uh in our hearts in our hearts in our hearts is sean Sean Evans, but Sean wins all on TikTok. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's in our hearts with not with us today, but um, we'll have him on another podcast. Absolutely. We can easily do telephony podcast. Uh, Ryan covers our West Coast distribution uh, and nationwide online sales. Uh, Matt, myself, I'll handle kind of just the logistics of the business and kind of the coordination of our online presence and and how our messaging gets out with our storytelling. And Ryan will be our lead with all the picks, all the kind of coordination with the 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 liquor stores themselves, kind of coordinating who we're doing picks for. And Staves is is an interesting kind of idea that we've come together. And, and Ryan, I'll ask you this on kind of what your thought for stave was coming together um i know we had to think of of a group name and coming together and all kinds of fun things but you've been picking whiskeys and -hmm. doing barrel picks for quite a while with 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 groups and on your own yep um talk to me a little bit about the idea behind why staves i know i kind of got that ball rolling initially just asking you questions about what it is that you want to do but i'd love for our listeners to hear kind of what that thought was when I asked you like, Hey, what are you going to do with your whiskey picking and, and idea down the road? Like what's your thoughts there? I mean, absolutely. I, it was more of like a pipe dream. You know, I remember when we were driving around Kentucky, um, and we just kind of had this thought and you ran with it. And I love that because, (laughs) um, I'm, I'm the one who will dream 
and then uh, it's just like, oh, the dream's gone. It's, let's move forward. <laughs> but um, you kind of grasp a hold of that, and and now we're here. Now we're staying yeah. in co. But um, yeah, I was a part of uh, quite a few picks with Pensacola Bourbon Society um, down in Florida, and um, the guys at PBS and and some other uh, groups. It's essentially the same people who kind of run the same groups, mm-hmm. but. Um, was a lot of a uh, part of a lot of picks from good times and and picking for other stores and things like that and just being a part of those things mm-hmm. which was which was super cool to be a part of and then um one of my buddies there in Pensacola who runs a few of those groups was like dude you got to do your own pick yeah and so we kind of had this thing and uh, we were on our way to Kentucky and um, we were like okay well let's set this up so we did a good times pick and However you feel about good times, you know, there's some rumor, there's a rumor mill going around that they, they flavor, they do this, they do that. So I spent a lot of my time initially on TikTok, Mm -hmm. um, not only, I wouldn't say defending the brand, but kind of bringing it back to light where, uh, bringing them to the forefront where they had previously had some, uh, rumors going around that, uh, they were adding things to their, uh, to their whiskeys and their bourbons to kind of get that flavor. So before I even decided to do a pick, um, I kind of believed in the company. I met with, uh, the owners prior to, when one of them came down to Destin, we talked and, um, so I decided to do a pick and, uh, went up to Kentucky and I invited any TikToker that wanted to meet me there, um, and see the process and see good times at which what was then Three Boys Farm is now Whiskey Thieves, I believe. Uh, Whiskey Thieves they have Distilling. They names now, I think. Yeah. Don't they have like four brands running through that farm? Right. Is that, is that right? Right. So okay. they've got uh, they've got Whiskey Thieves, which was formerly Three Boys. Mm-hmm. They've got Good Times. they got Bridal and Bit and now Old Rick. Mm-hmm. So yep. they've got quite a few brands under that kind of umbrella there. Um, of course, all sourcing from uh, different locations, but Three Boys actually, or Whiskey Thieves, actually does do their own uh, distilling, and they have their own juice, which um, is a great experience if you ever if you ever go up yeah. to the farm there. Yeah, and that's new for them. Uh, so I don't know. I, I don't know that I recall seeing that they've released any of that new juice yet. It's still sitting in the barrels, I think, aging for right. a little bit longer. Mm-hmm. But uh, Three Boys. The original originator, yep. I think that was the the they bought a lot of barrels. Yes, right out of the gate, and uh, props to them for you know the the efforts behind uh, funding yes. and finding a place that you can store because that's no small feat. You have to when you're doing an NDP, uh, which is the non-producing distiller, mm-hmm. an NDP still has to have something to sell. So right. where do you get that? And there's there's a handful of places to really greatly resource and source that from but uh it has to be thought through in a procedural manner because you can't just think what's this one thing i want to release you have to think down the road how am i going to release this one then that one then that one then that one you have to have those barrels ready to go and uh that's no small thing so you know good for them for doing that ah good times yes uh but yeah finish your finish your little story there about uh good times because i want to hear how how did that picking process go? Because that was your first right. That you was pick. that was my first me pick. Um, we invited uh, a couple other TikTokers to kind of join us because I wanted them to see that this was just not. Um, it wasn't one sided. I wasn't defending 
good times and then saying, oh, you know, here's a here's just me doing it because I'm doing a pick. I wanted to bring people along so they could see the entire process mm-hmm. that, hey, no, we did not uh, use any kind of flavoring. Yeah. Um, I, so I guess essentially what happened was myself and Pensacola Bourbon Society split my first pick. Okay. So I had half of the barrel, they had half the barrel, but I was essentially in charge of the the tasting of that going mm-hmm. up to Kentucky once a month for 3 months. Yeah. Um you know, driving each time actually. Uh well, I flew in one time and drove from Nashville to Kentucky with some more TikTokers actually. Yeah. So anytime that I went up there to check on the barrel and to check on what was uh the process of finishing that um now, did you they know, give you options, like things you can choose, or was it just kind of like, here's this or that? Like, I'm curious how big your your selection process So the was. selection was actually, um, I mean, we tried that day probably 15 or 16 oh, different barrels. Okay. We yeah. tried a lot that were unfinished, that were just kind of getting ready for, you know, you, you go to a store and Good Times has a lot of just like regular rye releases and mm-hmm. regular bourbon releases. Yeah. So we, we got to try those, you know, if and kind of toss around if we wanted to play with any kind of finishing. Mm-hmm. Um, immediately, I knew after trying the first Tokai pick that they did, I wanted to do another one, but I wanted mine to be better. Mm-hmm. Um, so when we went up there, you know, we we kind of discussed with the guys and they were like, hey, you know, we're we're going to do this barrel specifically here in a Tokai. Yeah. Um, and we tried it. I mean, after that was the very first one that we tried. Yeah. And um, Good Times is brilliant with their finishing. There was tons of cigar batches that they were finishing out, tons of other different flavors, quote unquote. Um, yeah, they put out quite a few cigar bottles. Yes. And those were those were pretty in in the Nashville area. Those were pretty easy to find mm-hmm. for a little while. Um, but uh, yeah. Um, yeah, so a, a couple of quote-unquote flavors, because the way they label their bottles, which is actually kind of how some would say, oh, it's it's flavored uh, whiskey, um, they name it something, or they'll put the, the, the name as a flavor just to help people out who may not be able to pick up on some of these notes, sure. right? So you're not going to... I've seen one that's called grape. Yes, like you're not going to have grape soda flavored whiskey. That's not the that's not the idea. Right. It's uh it's something else to it, and they're using the name for flavor as more for fun and more for kind of describing just to help you get there. Right, and it's something like oh, you know, well, I I should be able to pick up some grape notes or mm-hmm. like. I mean, come on, they just dropped a Neapolitan here in Tennessee. <laughs> Do you think they really put Neapolitan ice cream in that? I should hope not. You know? Yeah, I should hope not. It uh, sounds like a fun time, but I, I would hope not. Uh, yeah, the, absolutely. Uh, and, bourbon uh, cream, the, that's different. Yeah, <laughs> it's 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 not going to happen. You're not going to have bits of of uh, ice cream floating around in that whiskey. <laughs> but, um, you know, honey finishes, no matter where you go, you're going to have a little bit of hang out there of honey. So mm-hmm. um, there you may see a little uh, particulate, per se, sure. uh, in the whiskey, but... Yeah. Um, so yeah, we went up there and we tried a ton of barrels. Um, we tried a lot of barrels that were not finished, that they were just four and six year rise and four and six year bourbons. Um, but the very first barrel that I tried, I was like, this is the one, this is Mm. the one that I got a, I got a feeling that this one's going to hit. Yeah. Um, and they had just actually poured that into the Tokai barrel after talking with, um, one of the guys from from Pensacola and then Good Times and coordinating that, um, 
it was a six and a half year, 51% MGP rye that mm -hmm. after the aging process, they put in a toasted barrel for a few months. And then um, we finished it in a Tokai barrel. And mm. I don't know if you've ever seen a Tokai barrel, but mm -hmm. it is enormous. Um, <laughs> those Tokai wine barrels are enormous. And instead of actually filling it to the brim with maybe two and a half or three barrels, we only put one. Mm. Wow. That's a very... Uh... I mean, it's a detailed process because doesn't doesn't that the coverage on the liquid doesn't then get across the entire barrel? So so you're rolling it, you're oh. moving it. Um, we had them rolling that barrel every time that I went up. We would shift the barrel and roll it around and try it and shift it. It's and a very hands-on. Yeah, wow, that's that's interesting. I d I don't think in all the finishing discussions that we've ever talked about, you know, with the French staves and dropping you know, the spires inside mm -hmm. of the barrel and, and all that kind of stuff. You still don't agitate it. You don't move it around. Um, maybe unlike some of those maple or honey, right? that's agitating while the maple or honey is in there. But even once you get the bourbon in, you're still kind of leaving it mm -hmm. set. So that's an interesting process. But I guess you're right with the, the barrel being that large. Yeah. You kind of want to move it around yeah. and so we actually have the barrel it is uh it is at another tiktok creator's place there in um in kentucky so i'm mm. really looking forward to trying to get that now that i'm here in tennessee but um yeah and so i was up there every month trying it and trying it and trying it and making sure and um the the other guy who went in half on the barrel with me um i was up there in i want to say august was my last time up there uh, late August. And I talked to him and I said, man, I think it's almost done. Mm. I, I think it's, I think it's close. Um, and he was up actually a couple weeks later, he called me and said, it's time, mm. you know, wow. it's time. And so we both, I, I kind of led the way on the pick there, but yeah. myself and the other guy who went in half, I won't mention his name cause, um, mainly he has kind of a, uh, <laughs> A pseudo name on we'll a lot of. We'll protect him. We're, yeah, we'll say that we're not saying it because we're just protecting him there because you go. it's unnecessary. Yeah, so. it's. Um, well, talk us, talk me through real quick. Uh, I want to hear just kind of the, the process of how that sales process went for you because that's kind of the the lead in point for me to think of how staves got started. So right. walk me through. You get that Tokai, it's ready to go. What was the what was people's like? receptivity to wanting to purchase this and that experience for you man so of course you know i i kind of did a deal where um i made a list right off the bat you know i said hey i'm here this is this is what i picked um we're just gonna open it up mm -hmm. and you know you say that you're in and i'll put you on a list and when it's time to to get these bottles out yeah you know that you're responsible for the pay there so sure. Um, but you ran that through the store, right? So it, they, the way they do their thing is, uh, they kind of have like an online distribution there where you can essentially, um, run it through the store and then get it sold. Right. But, sure. um, I essentially was responsible for all the shipping. I actually, I labeled every single one of those <laughs> bottles. I hand dipped every single one of those bottles, um, with wax and, um, and we got it out to everyone. But how, how, uh, how was the receptivity, like speed and, and uh, like how quickly did you see the interest come in? It was almost right away. Oh, it wow. was right away. Um, when when I made that post originally there, I think I want to say it was back in July or June. Um, 
I made that post, and then what was great is the other TikTokers were there with me going live mm. from uh, from Good Times, and they're saying, "Man, this is it. This is this is going to be a hitter. This is That's Ryan's awesome. first pick." Yeah. Um, and so the bottle essentially sold itself, wow. and I mean, I think we were sold out in a couple days. The spots were called in a couple days. Wow. Now, when it came time to ship, you know, um, a few people backed out, maybe like two or three. Sure. And I know that I could probably text those and they're going to be like, man, I regret giving yeah. my spot up. You know, the, yeah. this bottle still has a lot of, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, hype. Hype, right? Yeah, I'm some a, hype. People still want it. People, yeah. you know, uh, are trying to, to find bottles that are people haven't even opened yet and if they can mm-hmm. buy them from them. But, uh, but yeah, so it sold out very quick wow. and which was honestly a little daunting because now I've got to make sure that like, I hope that this is a hitter and everyone enjoys this because this was essentially all me. And the very first responsibility, the very first one that um, we dropped on TikTok specifically for our followers on TikTok. And at the time, man, I maybe had just crested over a thousand followers on TikTok. Wow. That's a short, pretty short span too, because that's within a period of a, about a year mm-hmm. that uh, that you had been on, and probably less than a year that you'd done that pick, at least yeah. on TikTok. Um, and then just thinking through like how we got together and kind of came came to go on a trip ourselves and yep. kind of be part of that process. I know at least my so for me, my interest in hearing about wow, that sounds so amazing. Going on these trips and going to pick a barrel. You know, that's always kind of been in the back of my mind of like, man, how cool would that be? I have a few, a few very small list of like bucket list type items. Like I'd love to buy a barrel of whiskey someday. How cool would that be? I'd love to have season tickets to a hockey team. Like they're not epic, mind blowing bucket list, but that was kind of where for me, the spark kind of happened. I was like, wait a minute, I'm probably not going to be the one to do this. So I know I was like thinking, how can I support and that was kind of for me how staves initially got started in my mind was how can I support and make some better momentum for someone who is very interested and skilled in doing this and has experience already doing his own picks. And so that was where for, for me, staves started with asking a few questions. You know, what is it that you're wanting to do? What is it that your hopes and dreams are? Come to find out your kind of I don't want to call it a bucket list, but your dream from what yes. I'm hearing. Our, our stories, which we won't get into today for our listeners, <laughs> is the dream for Staves as we have now formulated a company. Uh, paint me a picture of what is Staves' final, like, okay, it's, it is it what, is what, what you want it to be. Um, in my head, this, this grandeur picture of mine, I honestly would like to have an, an NDP. Um, but I, I say that very passingly only because I would love to attach other passions with that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like maybe putting a gym next to it or putting <laughs> a jujitsu academy inside of it. How crazy would that be to have a jujitsu academy in bourbon country, um, in the same building? But, uh, my sail off into the sunset would, I would love to just be able to wake up every day, um, walk through the warehouse, walk through the rick house, mm-hmm. and be like, one in my head, man, I made it. Yeah. Right. Financially, um, I'm not out to make a ton of money and, and have all these, that would be great. That would be nice. But it's to not know a driving that, factor. Right. The, not to, the driving factor. That 
that other people would enjoy the things that I've picked enough that they now trust me sure in finishing things myself mm-hmm. or um you know making these blends myself or and just being able to walk through our rick house mm-hmm. and try a barrel and say hey, this one's done yeah well that's the the long-term hope and hope and dream of you know as staves continues to change formulate and grow and turn into its own uh, living entity, yes. Um, taking it to a step back to actually introducing in this launch of staves, this has been publicly announced at yes, least on t- on yep. TikTok and Instagram, Facebook a, a little bit here. We have all the proper pages in place, at least for having a TikTok, social media, uh, Instagram, Facebook page, and whatnot. We haven't started quite flowing media right, content right. into it because that's because we're working on the first couple of picks. Yes, we are. And that's kind of the exciting point for kind of launching off the podcast because we want to have something educationally based with this podcast, which will be video version down the road. But for now, we're starting with audio and uh, getting that to be out there where Staves is, I want, we want Staves to be looked at as a resource for whiskey and the whiskey community itself to be able to help educate, help expand palettes, expand some minds into what some things might be possible, um, and help you, the listeners, enjoy your own personal journey and share with us and our experience of the things that we're trying to bring to the table with our picks, our offerings that we're going to be bringing, um, and allow that to be a community-based Absolutely. thing to where it's not just a business. So for me... The thing that I want you to take away from the listening experience is imagine you walk into a liquor store and that bottle that is on the shelf that is a store pick, they've picked that barrel, that bottle. Um, You don't know about it. You're kind of hesitant. You know, you don't really know a lot about it. So that's that's where Stave steps in. And we really want to adjust that. And that's the gap in the market, if, if you have a, a, a phrase for it, is Staves wants to come in and be that gap to where you have more interest and more understanding of that pick, the story behind it, why it was picked, how it was picked, how it came to be available for you to purchase. And even beyond that, once you've purchased it, there's still a community of, of people that you can share with because there's in a barrel over 200 potentially bottles, yep. uh, somewhere in that vicinity, there's 200 community folks that you could share with to not only the people that you pour the, your individual bottle for, but how many people could you share that experience with that they're sipping on that same juice somewhere else in the country or world even, and share the story, share the experience, and have some sort of like a virtual experience, in-person experiences, so those are all still being formulated, but that's kind of the goal for what Staves is and what we want it to be. Even in its infancy, we're going to try to launch that and have that be a defining factor that helps extend and expand upon the idea when you buy a barrel pick bottle that you're buying something more than just the bottle. You're buying an experience behind it. Absolutely. And that's that's what we want Staves to be. Even in these small first steps with our first products that we're going to release, it may feel like, at least on our side, I know we're, we, it feels like, man, it's just taking forever, but that's because there's a lot of moving parts, and we're, we're trying to bring this to be something special and different. It's not a picking club. We're not trying to start up a liquor store that's going to do up its own picks. Right. Um, and then on the other the other side of that, we're, we're doing everything 100% legal. Yes. So there's no... Um, 
shipping under the radar, like all that stuff. So finding the specific steps and ways that we can set up a business that deals with a alcoholic spirit and legally is allowed to partake in purchasing an entire barrel of spirits, getting it distributed to a store or liquor store that can help facilitate that sale to an individual customer because we can't just pick it up, buy it, and have it be in, in one of our houses and then just ship it. That's not legal. Uh, not in not. any not in any state, <laughs> anywhere. Uh, liquor, uh, especially bourbon, is, is the most highly regulated uh, red tape product uh, in the food and beverage industry. Yes. Uh, so uh, there's a lot of steps that we have to take care of before we can actually have a bottle prepared and ready for you to purchase uh, let alone all the other storytelling experiences that we want to add to that. So that's why it takes a few minutes. But um, what a, what's on the horizon for us, and I'll ask you this, is what's the kind of one-year journey that we're at least planning of what we're wanting to do and release? Maybe maybe let the listeners hear that, and we can kind of wrap up a little bit here for Yeah, that. absolutely. I, I think that uh, we definitely want to get quite a few picks. And as far as quite a few, maybe – um, at at least six to eight, maybe 10 picks out this year for year one and establish our place in this picking um, industry per se, because there's every, you know, every store has a store pick. Every store has uh, a group that picks through them, um, which is great. And I love that. But being able to give someone the experience that we get when we go pick these barrels or mm-hmm. when we get these sample bottles in or, you know, the ability to visit a distillery and and talk with the master distiller about his process and what he's done with that barrel or with that juice. Yep. Um, being able to bring that to uh, the end user or the customer or you as the listener, um, that's going to be a big deal for us. We want you guys to have that same experience that we're having um, as much as we can provide it to you. But yep. I think year one, definitely trying to get some picks under our belt. Mm-hmm. Um, so you trust our palate. Um, and I guess in this whole thing, you're really trusting my palate because I have the end say on what Staves is going to be releasing as far yep. as that product, that whiskey, that bourbon, or that spirit. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. We're not limiting it to bourbon. We'll actually be starting... 100% will be starting with bourbon and sticking with that for the foreseeable yes. future. But there's so many interesting tangents, and I'll, I'll just give a little highlight to that. You know, there's there's tequilas that are finished in bourbon barrels. There are beers and mm-hmm. other things that, that are being used with barrels within the bourbon space that we don't want to say that that's what we're going to – we're not going to be artsy – fartsy about it but we're gonna have some fun and yes, not not block ourselves into a corner and uh and be able to open things up but you know for the meantime again we're we're, we're taking the legal step so when something's available to purchase everything will be going the right direction and that's for our direct to customer yes. releases we'll also be partnering with several organizations and providing a picking service for them uh, and then additionally, we'll be talking to several different liquor stores that don't have any experts on their their side mm-hmm. that know about bourbon 
to where we can provide a service to them to help stores pick better products Absolutely. so they don't sit on their shelves. So that's kind of our main three things that we'll be doing. We'll be picking for you, the customer, the listener. We'll be picking for some groups, charitable organizations, corporate entities, things in that realm. And then we'll also be doing kind of ghost picking, if you will, for liquor stores to help yes. them better sell their products. Sometimes it'll add storytelling, sometimes not. But we'll see. Uh, those are all kind of the th fun things that are in the works for us for the upcoming future, which we're very excited to see how that unfolds in front of us. But for today, uh, absolutely wanted to kind of give you guys that ground floor intro into myself, into Ryan, talk a little bit about how all things kind of came together, Ryan's picks and his desires down the road, and kind of what we wanted Staves to become kind of moving into the future and excited to what the possibilities could be down the road because yeah. we're not going to we're not going to limit it because as far as it needs to go we'll get to we'll get ourselves a dsp license if we have to yes we will um, but we'll be taking all the proper steps and the purchasers the organizations that we're working with their receptivity and their excitement behind the products will help guide the direction that we go and will also help guide the speed at which we grow with a pacing so yes for this time, I appreciate y'all listening. And um, Ryan, you want to close us out? Just any anything final thoughts? Yeah, um, man, we love the support that we've already gotten um, on TikTok, and uh, that's really our main platform. So all of you guys out there who are now transferring from TikTok to listening to us on the podcast, whether mm -hmm. it whatever podcast uh, you listen to, um, or if you stumbled across yeah. us on Spotify or Apple and you're interested in any of our other content, most of our video media content probably be on TikTok, but uh, we're going to have a lot of variety. So you should yes. be able to find us pretty much all over the place, but uh, yeah, we're excited for that. Yeah, and uh, make sure you go to the website, and we're going to be releasing this there on the website. You can keep up to date with us on TikTok, follow our Twitter, uh, join our Facebook group, hit up Instagram, but definitely continue to check out stavesandco.com. Um, yeah. And, and stay up to date with us. Awesome. Well, until next time, appreciate y'all listening. We'll catch you later. See ya.